Welcome back to Ratchet and Wrench Radio, strategies and inspiration for auto care success. I'm your host, Chris Jones, and today I'm joined by Susan McGrath, who is the general manager at Girlington Garage in South Burlington, Vermont. Uh, if you recall, we featured Girlington Garage in our case study called, Is Shop Merch Worth the Effort? in our April issue. Girlington Garage is owned by Demony Pollock and it opened in May of 2009. One of the things they've done to increase brand awareness and draw people to the shop is the creative use of merchandise. And that's something that Susan's gonna talk about today. She's gonna go over how they think about merchandise, the ways they use merchandise, and really whether merchandise is something other shops can take advantage of for either brand awareness, generating profit, or getting into the community. So here's Susan. Right. Well, Susan, welcome to Ratchet and Wrench Radio. Thank you. Yeah, great to have you on. So you come to us from Girlington Garage in South Burlington, Vermont. I love the name, by the way. It's such a cool name. Great logo. Uh, tell us about the shop. So Girlington Garage was started in 2009 um, by Demony Pollitt. Uh, she basically got sick and tired of being taken advantage of by um, local mechanics because she's a woman, mostly. Uh, so she went to technical school. She learned how to become a mechanic, worked as one for a little while, uh, then did some uh, service advising for a while at some various dealerships and finally decided she didn't like the way they ran. So she did something about it and opened her own shop. And here we are. Awesome. So you're the manager. Um, how long have you held the position? I've been here for three years as of today. Okay, very nice. Uh, how are you enjoying like the auto industry? I know you come from the hospitality industry, correct? Correct. Yeah, I absolutely love it here. I love, I love the shop life, at least here anyway. Um, but it, you know, this is my only frame of reference. <laughs> so, um, I I have loved working with our customers because that's you know what I've always done. But learning about vehicles and how they operate. Um, and it's really empowering for me, especially because I didn't have a lot of car knowledge before I came here. So now if I do ever have to go to a different shop, I, I know I won't be taken advantage of. And that's a really great feeling. Right on. So in the case study we did on Girlington back in our April issue, um, you discussed shop merchandise and how you make it work. Uh, how did Girlington get into the shop merchandise game? Um, it's something Demony started uh, right around the time that she opened up the shop. She thought it would be a cool thing to add. Um, it's brand awareness, of course, um, and it also adds something fun to the shop. Um, our customers who love us proudly wear their T-shirts and they put their bumper stickers on the cars. Um, and we've expanded to beanie hats for winter and baseball hats and patches that you can sew on to whatever you'd like. Um, and of course, there's the Girlington cookies, which we put in every single customer car as a thank you for coming to visit us. Um, and we just we we give out merchandise sometimes as promotional stuff. Um, we also have it for sale and we we typically do quite a few sales right around the holidays because people want hoodies and, and T-shirts for their loved ones or for themselves. So. All right, hold up. Let's let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, you okay. talked about cookies. Tell me about the cookies. So the cookies started uh, a long time ago, before my time here, um, just as a finishing touch. It it adds a little something for our customers. You, know, you get in your car after you've had service, and oh look, there's a cookie there, um, and people love them. So um, during COVID, we were not doing cookies for obvious reasons. 
And the supplier we were using decided that they were not going to bake those cookies anymore for us because it was just too time consuming. Um, we're, we go through a lot of them. So I took that on and now I bake them at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So um, it's, it's my, my own recipe and I bake them at home and bag them and we have our Garlington label on them and we put one in every single customer car. And if, if a customer does not get one, they notice, and then we get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what type of cookies are you baking? They are oatmeal chocolate chip. Okay. And do you like, for the customers that are bad, do you put raisins in there? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. So that's really cool. So tell me about like some of the first pieces of shop merch you guys invested in. Like what, like when you guys decided to do the merch, what were some <laughs> of the early pieces that you started with? So when it first began, um, and I'm speaking from what I know anyway, it was just t-shirts and hoodies. Um, and that started to take off. So then it became t-shirts and hoodies and youth t-shirts and then onesies for babies and then uh, panties for women. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then hats and tank tops and everything else we have. It, it's just sort of grown over the years. Wow. You guys thought of it all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, website. Um, you can basically customize anything you want with our logo on it and, and purchase it. So um, there are tumblers and hats and keychains and whatever. Also, so it's customizable. So as a customer, I can put your logo in anything that I want to purchase. Well, you, you go to our website. Okay. Uh, we, we do use a third party company, but um, you know, you can shop on our website for Girlington merchandise and purchase it through there. And there, there's a pretty wide array of stuff. So, mm -hmm. uh, like I said, tumblers, um, keychains, stickers. Of course, we have plenty of stickers here too. Um, there's, there's a wide variety of of items you can purchase with the Girlington logo on it. So, what's the hot seller? T-shirts for sure. Mm -hmm. I love the t-shirts and the hoodies. Um, and more recently, they've really been getting into the patches. Okay. Uh, and how is it presented to customers? Like, how did do you guys keep inventory or sometimes, or do you guys do it all like on the web? No, we have lots of inventory here. So we have two giant uh, cabinets full of t-shirts, hoodies, onesies, um, tank tops, and women's underwear. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we have patches in a in a container right at the front desk, along with our bumper stickers, which we give out for free. Um, so we just pointed out to our customers, hey, while you're here, do you need any t-shirts or hats or hoodies for your family? And most people are like, oh my gosh, yes, I forgot you had those. Let me get one. Um, so we just kind of, we kind of push them with, with customers as they're leaving. Mm -hmm. And so you see it around town a lot? Like, do you see people wearing the, the stuff as you traverse I around your town? I was in I was in New Jersey actually a couple summers ago, Atlantic City, and we pulled up into a parking lot of some Japanese restaurant, and there was a man wearing a Girlington hoodie, and I was I was shocked. So I had to run right up to him. I said, "Oh my gosh, where did you get that?" And he said, "Oh, I have a daughter who lives in Vermont, and she sent it to me as a gift." And I said, "Well, guess what? I work there." Um, so it was <laughs> it was a <laughs> 
Now that, that's got to feel good. Like, so talk about the philosophy of the merchandise. And because I know, you know, when we talk about like having merchandise, there's two schools of thought or a combined school of thought, depending on how you stand. One is that merchandise is good for just pure marketing and branding standpoint. Some of it, some people think merchandise or perceive it as it's a good revenue generator. And some people say, well, we, it's a marriage between the two. Where do you guys stand and, and how is it working for you? I would say more than anything, it's brand awareness. We don't make a ton of money off our merchandise, mm -hmm. um, actually compared to the, the work we do. Um, so it definitely helps get our name out. Um, there's, there's a lot of brand awareness there. We give it out, as I said, as promotional items um, when we sponsor people. So uh, there's a, a young lady who lives in New Hampshire who drives a race car um, somewhat locally. Um, and she wins a lot. So she uh, she comes up to see us every now and again, and we give her a bunch of T-shirts that her team can wear um, and bumper stickers for all of their cars. So now we have you know this whole team of, of race girls running around New Hampshire with the Girlington logo um, and it's, it's really cool. Oh, that is, that is really cool. Yeah. yeah. To, to sponsor racing as well. That's a, that's a pretty neat thing. Oh, awesome. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's team and she's, uh, she wins lots of races and she's going to go professional someday. She's also graduating high school two years early. So she's, she's a little go-getter. We love her. Yeah. Maybe one day when she's on the circuit, she'll be able to put her, put the, the Girlington logo on the fire suit there. Our logo is on the hood of both of her cars. Oh, wow. Very yes. nice. <laughs> yes. That, part that, of that, that's brand awareness if I've ever seen it there. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So what's what's something that you guys have developed that you thought was a great idea at first, but then ended up not really being a great seller or just it kind of fell flat? Hmm. I think the underwear. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we have them displayed on the wall, you know, along with, you know, examples of t-shirts and, and hoodies and whatever, uh, people get a kick out of it. They laugh, but I I've only ever seen a couple of people buy them. Okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> and how about the opposite? What, what is something that you thought maybe wasn't going to be a great seller, but turned out to be something very popular with customers? The patches. I never thought we would sell them. Um, but they're, they're flying out of here like hotcakes. Oh, very cool. What what demographic is really attracted to the patches? It seems like a young thing. It definitely is. So mm -hmm. some of our clients, we've had quite a few of the older ones as well. But, um, you know, we, we are in a college town. We get a lot of college students here. So um, most of them come in and say, oh, cool, you know, another patch for my backpack or I'm going to put this on my jacket. Um, another girl said she wanted one for her sleeping bag when she goes camping. Um so definitely probably that 18 to like 20, 28 range. Okay. So for, for shop owners who are interested in perhaps starting with merch, uh, what advice do you have for them? Don't expect to get rich. Um, mm -hmm. It's certainly not something you're going to, you're going to make a lot of money off, but start small um, just to see, just to see where the interest lies. Start with, you know, the t-shirts or the hoodies to see if people like them and then slowly expand over time okay. and have variety. People like variety. Yeah. And as far as like, you know, an investment, um, you know, I know you guys use a third party, but you also stock uh, yourselves. What sort of investment capital does, does someone need to begin with merch in their shop? Do they need to inventory their customers and pick sizes or do they just randomly just say, okay, I need a five extra large, six large, a couple of youth mediums. Like how do you guys come to the conclusion of, 
you know, stocking the store with merchandise? You definitely need to know, you need to know your customer base. Um, so if, if you understand your customer base, you can, you can choose from there. We started with just a couple thousand dollars worth of inventory. Um, we want to make sure that we have inclusive sizes for everyone. Um, and then just keep track of what you're selling along the way. So, you know, you know, you know better what to stock, um, as you, as you move forward, but definitely have, you know, at least, at least a good, a good quantity of each size, um, available in the beginning. And then with things like, you know, patches and, you know, um, you know, all inclusive or, or one size fits all kind of stuff. Just a few to start with to see if if there's an interest. Okay. And as far as like using third party, you know, um, assistance, uh, should should shops like seek those out online? Is there other particular ones that are really good or better than others that shops can kind of look into for things like tumblers or classes or other other pieces of merch that they're not going to carry? Yeah, so um, there there are a lot of good options out there. I would just say to to do a quick search. There are lots of different rates available, um, and just you know choose a company that's reputable and has competitive pricing. Okay, and what other advice would you tell a shop owner? You know, when it comes to just having merch and using merch as as marketing. You know, I guess I would say definitely display it in a very prominent area you want people to see it as soon as they walk in the door um and it, it takes a lot of um, a lot of advertisement um, for the merch it, it sounds funny but um advertise your advertise your advertisements um just make people aware that you have it uh you know some people walk in our door and they just come straight to the counter and they pay no attention to the fact that we have a giant cabinet right there um so just make people aware, hey, we have some t-shirts and hoodies, you know, send them off to your friends are a great gift idea. Um, it's it's good to talk about it a lot. And of course you have to wear it, you have to, you have to flaunt it. So of course, all of us are wearing Girlington hoodies and t-shirts um, as part of our uniform every day. Okay, very cool. Well, I thank you so much for joining me today and just talking about, you know, shop merch and how it all works. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks. And that's going to do it for us here today at Ratchet & Wrench Radio. Uh, I'd like to invite you to follow us on our social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as subscribe to our email newsletter, which goes out daily. Uh, and you can find that at ratchetandwrench.com. That's R-A-T-C-H-E-T-A-N-D-W-R-E-N-C-H.com. And may the rest of your day be the best of your day. And we'll see you next week.